I'm curious how your partner reacted when you told them that you were pregnant. I think there's two different ways that could have gone really good or really bad. Well, this week back in 2011, we polled women of Panama City of how exactly that went. And uh, it mostly, mostly was not good. Mostly uh, not, not great. And you'll hear that as we go back with a moment in Kramer history today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello. How are you? Welcome uh, to this Wednesday edition. Today is officially the 22nd of June. If you're listening in real time, happy to have you here. Uh, If you're catching up, that's cool too. Still happy to have you here. Uh, we are a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. In my hand is a letter from the Employment Development Division of the State of California coming from Rancho Cordova, California. Uh, the person is the Sacramento Adjustication Center. Um, and this is the supposed reversal of bet- coming between me and thousands of dollars. If you weren't here, God, was it two weeks ago now? I told you that I, when I lost my wallet, I also lost my unemployment card. Mm. And in that uh, unemployment card was thousands of dollars that I had left in that account for kind of like a rainy day almost, or like just fun money, either one. Like I use that money for Kiki stuff. And I also use it just for like, oh, you know, like I don't really, I don't need to be spending, you know, $300 on a flight. Let me take it out of that money instead. Right. Yeah. So I, um, uh, when I lost my wallet, I went to go get a new card and long story short, because I had not proven my identity when they were going through some COVID fraud stuff, they had locked my account down, even though my card has been working. Mm-hmm. Um, I, which is terrifying to me, but we'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second. Uh, I had no access over the account for some reason. And just FYI, if you have one of these accounts or if you ever have an unemployment account, you should know that, uh, they can 100% go back and freeze your assets in that account, mm-hmm. which is very scary to me. Mm-hmm. So, I had to send a bunch of paperwork in and wait for their decision. Well, I got the letter today Um, and it says your correspondence regarding a recent decision by the EDD about your unemployment insurance claim has been received. And then there's a bunch of different boxes that could be checked. And I am on number five. It says the decision denying benefits has been reviewed and reversed. You are eligible for benefits. Your appeals to the office of appeals is no longer necessary. Continue claim forms from the past week are also being mailed. Uh, so Good. it looks like at this phase, I have now turned the account back over to myself, which is great. Now, mm-hmm. here's the nerve wracking news is that after we're done with this podcast today, I've got to call Bank of America, which is where those funds were held. Um, I have to hope that nobody had access to because I'm telling you that the, the people at Bank of America are like, listen, that card has not been active since 20 October of 2020. And I said BS because I use that card all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know for a fact that 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 card could be active. And if they somebody had access to it, you know, they found my wallet, mm-hmm. then they could easily have gone through and used thousands of dollars and that's that like i don't I, I don't even know what would be next you know mm-hmm. what i mean so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what is going to happen 
Mm. But I have access back to that account. So say a prayer that uh, mm. this call goes well so I do not lose out on thousands of dollars and I will update you. That's good. Well, tomorrow. I got an update just now on my genetic testing. We got to talk about this, Mom. I am getting blown up left and right about this. <laughs> um, and I, I'd love to hear yours because I need to maybe burst your bubble. But go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, I told you that I was going to text my doctor. Really quick, if you weren't here yesterday, my mom, somebody has been calling her phone four times because they say that she has access to this. What is it? Genetics testing or uh-huh. something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're reaching out to her, uh-huh. um, which, you know, I don't know a lot of companies that reach out to you if you're eligible for something, unless it's a little scammy. <laughs> we were debating yesterday if it, you know, if it sounded too good to be true. Okay. So what's the update? Okay. So my doctor says... Yes, I did receive something about genetic testing for you. Honestly, I am not entirely sure if they are legitimate or not. As I had said to her, you know, let me know if you think this is legit. In addition, if any of these labs are abnormal, I am not sure I would be able to interpret them appropriately. And depending on the results, I may need to send you to a specialist for further evaluation. If you are still wanting to get this done, we can send it through. Dr. Lee. Yeah, I was inundated with messages this morning once the episode was released oh. talking about apparently there are a bunch of, I, no, I've not done my research yet. Um, <laughs> apparently a bunch of scams. This is a well-known scam. Oh. Uh, if, if you type it on the internet, it, you know what? We'll do it right now. We'll do it together. Mm. Um, this is, it's genetics testing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Genetics testing scam. Let's just, this is the first thing that popped up when I typed in S. Um, fraud alert from something called the uh, CT.gov. What is CT? Anybody know what CT.gov is? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can figure this out. Oh, this is the, uh, oh, this is the Connecticut oh. official state website. Okay. And this is the aging and disability services department. Okay. Um, but I'm in Georgia. Uh, Okay, I'm going to assume it's probably very similar. <laughs> okay. Um, fraud alert. Genetics testing scam. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office and Inspector General is alerting the public about a fraud scheme involving genetic testing. This is a .gov site, people. Uh, scammers are offering Medicare beneficiaries cheek swabs for genetic testing to obtain their Medicare information for identity theft and fraudulent billing purposes. Fraudsters are targeting beneficiaries through telemarketing calls, booths at public events, health fairs, and door-to-door visits. Hmm. If the beneficiary agrees to genetic testing and verifies personal and Medicare information, a testing kit is sent even if it is not ordered by a physician or medically necessary. It says, if a genetics testing kit is mailed to you, do not uh, don't accept it unless it was ordered by your physician. Uh, refuse delivery or return it to the sender. Keep a record of the sender's name and the date you return uh, the items. Be suspicious of anyone who offers you free genetic testing and then request your Medicare number. If your personal information is compromised, it may be used for other fraud schemes. Hmm. Um, your okay. physician... A physician that you know and trust should approve any request for genetic testing. Mm-hmm. And um, Medicare beneficiaries be ca- should be cautious of unsolicited requests for their Medicare numbers. If anyone other than your physician's office uh, requests your, in- your Medicare information, do not provide it. Oops. <laughs> <sighs> did you okay. already give them your Medicare number? I did. 
Okay. Did you, they already send you a kit? No, they can't okay. send me anything without my doctor's approval. Okay. Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll just, it's no problem. I'll just text my doctor back and say, thank you very much, but I won't proceed. I don't know how Medicare works, um, but I'm a little paranoid. What was the name of this company, by the way, that, that reached out mm-hmm. to you? Because you said they had a website. Yeah, bio. It's probably, it's probably a GeoCities. Um, my, <laughs> my 80s babies know what that is. Um <laughs> Biogenetics, I think, is what biogenetics. Uh-huh. Biogenetics, mm-hmm. um, and it's called genetics testing. Uh-huh. Bio, is it biogen or biogenetics? Biogenetics, I think. Okay. Um, uh, well, I, I think that we're. I think that we're good, right? Uh-huh. Like we can just put this to rest. Uh-huh. This is probably another scam. Uh-huh. I just don't know how Medicare works, and now I'm worried that somebody's got your number and they're going to be able to do something with it. Well, if they charge something against Medicare, you know, I get a notice. Okay. I get a bill, like just like you do from your health insurance. Yeah. And I can just call yeah. Medicare and say, mm-hmm. and okay. now if I get some kind of kit because I, you know, I haven't approved it, yeah, you know, I'll just do that. I'll just okay. send it back, return the sender. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we established a new rule. <laughs> That was no buying anything off the internet except for Amazon. Uh-huh. And it, wasn't now place, the, it wasn't. No, uh-huh. I know. I know. I think we have to uh, extend oh, our rules. No. Oh, God. Which is if anyone calls you <laughs> selling anything, uh-huh. the answer is probably no. Uh, okay. Sound fair? Unless you run it by me first. No. Okay. Because I just, I, I, it just sounds, it just sounds scammy. Like uh-huh. we hear about all these, all these scams all the time, if, you know. And I've always wondered, like, why? But I, I didn't realize that they get your Medicare number. I they could do something with it, you know? Well, it's then, part, yeah, it's part of the survey. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's get to our our mom tent for the week. My mom is uh, when we first started the show, was sending me all these kind of articles about like maybe we should talk about this, maybe we should talk about this. And I said, you know, why don't we just once a week, mom? Once a week, you can just have your own segment. The favorite, the most favorite thing you found on the internet this week for us to talk about. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. We call this mom tent. Uh-huh. You and I have talked about this before, about how we never had the talk. And I don't yeah. think you had it with your dad either, did you? No, nobody nobody no. explained anything to nobody. me. I, just, I had to literally just go rogue on this mm-hmm. sexual me too. stuff. Me too. Yeah. My parents never taught me anything. So they've done a survey, and now they find that 60% of Americans say growing up, they were taught to think sex was taboo. Mm-hmm. 60% of Americans say growing up they were taught to think sex was taboo. That is bad. I well, was I mean, not taught that. And I hope that you all didn't think that. No, of course we did. You did? Yeah, of course. How could we not? Well, I'm pretty. Like sex was like the scariest thing on the face of the earth back when we were a kid. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Of course we thought it was taboo. Like, between, you know, our, my Christian upbringing of like, <laughs> you will go to hell. <laughs> Um, and then like in school, they were like, you will die or get somebody pregnant the first time you have sex. Like it was like, it's like, I still to this day have massive anxiety about sex because of that. Because I got no proper training on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if everybody feels that way or not, but like, I still, I'm still scared of it. Like what? Like. It's still taboo to me, you oh, know? no, I hope not. I hate that, you know? <laughs> You're I, 39 I, now. You can have sex. Well, let's thank you, Mom. Just um, have safe sex. <laughs> well, like, why didn't we talk about this forever ago? Do you, you know what I mean? Do you want me to talk to you about that? Well, I think we're good. I think I've, I've kind of I figured out means? most of it. 
I figured out most of it now. So that's, uh, and how do you figure that out? How did you figure it all out? I, I mean, I don't honestly, I don't even know. I don't even really know how, I think I just had to kind of guess. Mm. Um, but I've always, I mean, I've always had anxiety when it comes to anything sexual. Mm. I mean, because I'm sure it literally, because I, I don't, I don't know if it was the same way in your household or not, but like, that's, that's how that was like what sex was presented as was like well, I knew very scary. I was taught that you should not have sex before you get married. Yeah, That's what I was taught. That was the and only I, thing I was taught. And I'm sure I was taught that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, with school, I just, I don't know. Um, we'll keep going. Sorry, mom. You can go through, you can go through your article you found. And well, we'll, it's okay. Because I mean, I back. learned from my friends. That's how I learned. I mean, I think, I think I remember, this is so funny. I, I, by the way, I should probably give you a heads up. This, was, this could be a sexual conversation, um, oh, but true. I guess we're, we're about true. five minutes into it. So oh, yeah. you've probably mm. figured that out by now. If this makes you uncomfortable, you probably already turned it off. Um, <laughs> I remember the only thing with, when it comes to sex and my friends that I remember growing up was that my buddy Dan and I, I remember like we were probably fifth grade or something like that. We were just kind of talking about the idea of it. And I was like, I just don't understand how like that like goes inside of that. Uh-huh. Like that doesn't, that doesn't look proportionately correct uh-huh. to me to be able to put that into that. <laughs> and he was like, I think he's like, I think it like stretches like a rubber band. And I was like, Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. And that's honestly like, the only sex like serious sex discussion. I think I ever had in my whole entire life was uh-huh. from my same age school friend. Um, sorry, continue, but we'll go through these facts first and we'll come back and we'll. Okay. Well, it's just a survey. It says 58% of parents with kids five to 18 have already spoken to their kids about sex and 21% plan to do so. Okay. But another 21% insists they have no intention of bringing up the sex talk. Mm, mm-hmm. um, then it talks about age could be the reason some haven't given their kids a talk. 58% of parents with kids 10 to 13 say they've talked to their kids, um, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's even interesting. 26% felt awkward having the talk. I think that's another part is that it's awkward. You know, how mm-hmm. do you bring it up? Um, but 70% feel kids should be taught early because they are exposed to it early thanks to social media and other areas of their life. It's true. And I will agree with that. I mean, back when you were a kid, you know, you we had internet when you were, what, 12, 13? No, well, we were in the – we were in the um, – Williamsport house. Oh, okay. So that was before that. Well, no, no, I was, no I was probably around, right. was probably around 12, 13, something like that. 15. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, oh yeah, I was definitely looking at porn at that point. Just, just to clarify, <laughs> um, that was for sure happening. And that was in my age. And I remember it's uh, such a funny story is I remember that we were at church one time and like somebody had mentioned, I think it was one of dad's friends had mentioned like, Oh, you better keep an eye on them on that uh, that computer, you know, the internet. And this is, you know, God, this is what, in 1990, whatever. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> 1994 or whatever. I don't know. Um, 92, you know, whatever. And um, my dad's like, I think we got a few more years. We got to start worrying about that. I was like, if you only knew. <laughs> he went um, straight home. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's an option. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I a couple things. I, I do think that, like, the, the talk does have to kind of happen earlier now. 
Yeah. Right. Because oh, we sure. do, we do have, your kids do have such different access. Like mm-hmm. the second you give them access to the internet, mm-hmm. even social media, like it's over. It is yeah. over. They are, they're going to be able to find some kind of sexualized content. Yeah. I mean, I open up TikTok and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. like we, I did not have this as an option um, (laughs) as a child. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do not think my child will ever, um, my non-existent child will never have uh, access to the internet. (laughs) Um, Because I'm like, yeah, like just, you know, girls in bikinis and just being super sexual. And I'm like, wow, this is, Mm -hmm. even for a 39-year-old man, this is making me blush. So I'm sure like if I was 12, yeah, you know, like I guarantee you, I guarantee you they're looking at this stuff guarantee you. Well, and more people are talking to the kids about it because, you know, over the 58% of 10 to 13 uh, year olds say that they've talked to their kids, 57% of parents, kids five to nine have, and 51% Mm -hmm. of parents with kids under four have discussed it with them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know, fours, I mean, I don't know, whatever, live your life. Their kids are are too young, uh, 42%. Um, Think their so kids wait, forty-two percent of parents think that their kids are too young for the talk. Yeah, man, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's true. Um, I, I that, how do you feel about this theory? Man, we're, this show is running very long. Sorry. Um, how do you feel about this theory? That should we teach? And this is something that I wish I would have been taught. Because all we were taught was like the scary stuff. That was yeah. it. Like yeah. you, you relied on public school to like teach me that. And like right. nobody, nobody in the house said anything about it. Then there was like the church aspect of it, which was like, you're going to hell. And, and it's they like, say one in three are leaving it up to, to schools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, all I have is my personal experience, right? Yeah. Georgia public school. Like it just all seemed very overwhelming and like stressful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, what, like, do we need to teach our kids, about the pleasurable side of sex. Mm, I think so. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like, and maybe, maybe that is, maybe that was done for you. I don't know. But like, I just feel like all that I was given was like the scary. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And like to this don't, day, like I still have so much anxiety with it. Yeah. The don'ts. The don't, don't do this. Don't versus like <laughs> the do's, you know, uh-huh. like just anything. Right. It was always just this fear based, like, oh my God, oh my. No, no, I don't know if that would lead to, and again, because I'm, I know nothing about literally zero about children. <laughs> if they'd be um, promiscuous or not. Well, like, if, they, if that would be like, oh, that sounds fun. I should go do that. You know, uh-huh. I don't know. But yeah. I just, all I know is from my experience. Yeah. I just wish it was handled in a different way. Yeah. Because I, agree I don't. With that. I wish I had to handle it differently. Yeah, I do too. I why why didn't y'all say anything? Did y'all, did y'all ever say like we need to have a talk with them? Like I'd just be bringing girls down to the basement. Y'all were just hoping <laughs> they didn't end up pregnant. I don't think – I know I didn't. And, you know, and, and that's funny because 25% of the people in this survey say it, they think it's the other parent's responsibility <laughs> to do it. <laughs> yeah, you and dad look at each other like, well, I don't it's know. Just, it's just awkward. You're talk it's to your an son awkward about that? conversation, but I wish it wasn't though. I, I don't do I wish too. it wasn't. What you can know? we do? And it may not be so awkward now because it's so in your face. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, kids are exposed to everything now. Yeah. You know, I mean, my God, there are things that I didn't know when I was 40 that they can see now. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's so, true. Anyway, it's, true. it's interesting, but no, I agree. I think that really does cause a lot of problems when we just say it's, it's taboo and don't do it. Right. Instead yep. of talking about the joys of it. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. Really quick, our quote. We won't spend a lot of time on it today because we are running late. I don't want to waste your time because I know you've got a busy day and you're spending this time with this podcast. So thank you for that. Try to keep it around 40 minutes a day. So, all right, mom, what we got? Yeah. So it's from Audre Lorde and I'm thinking, you know, it's pride month and we just celebrated June 13th. And I love this quote from her. It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. And I think that that is so much what pride is all about, for sure. Um, And probably so much of the racial disparity we have in this country is the same thing. So much of the political divide Mm -hmm. is, is that, that we cannot recognize, accept, and celebrate our differences we always yeah. have to be combative about it so crazy um, yeah it really is so that's all it. right today's episode yeah, first of all i'm thrilled uh i loved logging on today to facebook and i rarely say that because i really don't like to log on facebook that often <laughs> it just makes me angry um but i was thrilled because donald our podcast buddy um mm. and certified fan fam uh he had posted like how many how many items have you purchased from Certified Mama's Boy? And you guys are weighing in. You're taking a little poll on the Certified Fans page. And thank you for that, by the way. For people that have done, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. I haven't been but on Facebook today. I can't wait to see that. I friggin' love the amount of positivity I've seen about the Cozy Earth Sheets. Oh, wonderful. Like, that thrills me because I love these sheets so much. And the fact that y'all, I, when, I, when I find a product that I love and then I bring it to you and then you love it too, like that makes me so thrilled mm-hmm. um so the fact that you're loving cozy earth sheets some of you guys have them coming in the mail some of you guys are saying already saying positive things awesome softest bedding in the world hands down guaranteed by a hundred night sleep guarantee oprah's favorite things four years in a row uh they they make all kind of stuff uh they, they make comforters duvet covers pillowcases loungewear now bath products as well the sheets though is what we're focused on because that's what i have and i think they're awesome it's what my mom has asked for for uh was a birthday or mother's day? Uh, it was birthday. For my birthday. Mm-hmm. That's all she wants is cozy earth sheets. And I get it. They are mm-hmm. so freaking nice. They are made out of bamboo, which is way, breathes so much easier than cotton. And if it's getting hot where you are, which I don't really care where you are, it's probably getting hot right now. It's been in the uh, summer so officially. Yeah, this is really, I mean, this is breathable stuff, y'all. It's really going to keep you cool. You're going to really love these sheets. You don't have to take my word from it. Take anybody that bought these from the certified fans page. And they'll, I, I, I've seen nothing. People that DM me, if you text me, nothing but positive reviews. Mm-hmm. Nothing but positive. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for trusting me and for trying them out. So here's how this works is you get 40% off these sheets. The biggest discount they've ever given except for to their employees, which is also 40%. Um, CozyEarth.com. Go pick out your sheets, okay? And type in the promo code Kramer40. Kramer40 is going to give you 40% off. Kramer40 is going to give you 40% off your sheets over at CozyEarth.com, okay? Then what you need to do is take that price, divide it by 10 because your sheets come with a 10-year warranty. So you know for 10 years, that's the price you're going to pay per year to sleep on the world's softest sheets. You want to do more math? Divide that by 12. That's how much you're going to pay per month. You want to divide it by more? Okay, divide that by 30. And that's how how much you're going to pay per day to sleep on the world's (laughs) softest sheets. And I guarantee you when you do that math, there's no reason why you should not order these sheets. So comfortable. CozyEarth.com. The promo code is Kramer40. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, a moment Kramer history in a second before we do. Hello, certified fans. You guys are the best. Um, certified fans, mom, you want to explain what those are? Sure. They're the great people that support us financially with $6 a month. They uh, are members of our certified fans page on Facebook. They get discounts on merch. They get bonus mama texts. They're the first for any exciting news and they get a shout out on the show. Yep. So we were entering into summer months and I call summer months anything where school's not in because you guys usually have a pretty typical routine right now. Your, your routine's a little bit off. And so we started to lose listenership. And so we, we need like three certified fans a month to like keep going. Right. Well, not, I mean, listen, we don't get it. We're not gonna shut down, but it's just like, that's our growth model that I've put together is three new people every month, which is doable. It's very doable. I just get nervous because you know, the summer months get a little slow. So for those that want to support us, thank you. We do have a brand new certified fan today. And I'm Yay! thrilled about this. That's true thank you. This thank month. you. I don't know a ton about her because we're having some issues with um, getting her account active. Uh-huh. But Sue W. Sue W. Hey. is our newest certified fan. Sue, I'm so sorry. I don't know where you live, so I can't really shout that out. Thank you for coming to our our our, uh, our aid this month because yes. now we just need one more person to become a certified fan to keep yes. us on track. So. To Sue W, you're the best. Thank you so much for becoming a certified fan, for supporting our podcast. It means so much. We love putting these together daily, and the fact that you guys can help support is just awesome. So yes. uh, to Sue W, Mom, let's give her her welcome whoop whoop. We're happy to have her. Okay. Whoop whoop to Sue W, whose number is? She is certified fan number 431. Oh, awesome. And uh, be sure and go on our Facebook fans page now that you can because you also get a shout out there, and we all yep. welcome you. Yep. So, so we're happy to, to have, have you. you. We still need one more person this month. So if you've been considering it, this Just would be a great one. month to do it. Just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, let me just say something before I oh, go. Okay. okay. I love what Marcy said about to the fan fam about posting about the podcast. Yeah. Let's all flood our Facebook pages with the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, and maybe we can get more family members to join us. Well, so yeah, thank that's, you that's for the that, thing. You wonderful Marcy. She's so awesome. I mean, the growth of this podcast comes from word of mouth. You it know, that's does. really the only way that it grows is by you telling your friends and, yes. you know, um, hey, check out this podcast, see what you think, and, you know, yeah. forward it to somebody on your phone or put it on your social media or whatever. Cause we, uh, it, it's, it's very challenging. Even with a radio show, it's very challenging to, grow a podcast so for you that have come over and given us a shot and you consider yourself you know like one of the backbone people of this podcast uh yeah anybody you can share it with is awesome it really does help yes, so it thank does. you for believing in this mission of this janky <laughs> podcast it means a lot and i don't know this may be the only this may be <laughs> maybe my only uh, avenue pretty soon to talk to you so i don't uh well our fans are great donald was great to post that pose and um Carissa's always terrific. You're all just so fantastic. I love the fans page and I love all our fans. They're so fabulous. You're the best. And I love you too forever. A moment in Kramer history. Welcome to a moment in Kramer history. 
let's get right into this. We uh, this is I'm, I'm a radio disc jockey, radio personality, and we've been doing this for a long time now, man. So we in this segment on Wednesdays, we go back and we look at a moment of craziness that we used to do on the radio because we used to do all kind of wilder, much wilder stuff that we can do nowadays. So it's kind of fun to go back and listen. Um, so we were asking the question about how did your man react when you told him that you were pregnant? I'm going to tell you that Mandy, Mandy. So it was me, Holly Miguel. This is Panama city, Florida, right? 2011 me, Holly Miguel. And then Mandy was our producer. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, sounds like I'm being a super jerk to her in this clip, but just know that's like the kind of relationship we all had. We could just all kind of rag on each other. So, uh, without further ado, this is a moment in Kramer history. Holly? Yes. Guys say the darndest things, and sometimes they're just flat out stupid. Yes, they are. In Levi the case Johnston of- is just taking the cake this week for Dumb Guy of the Week. Yes, in particular. Bristol Palin has a memoir book coming out, um, and she talks about her relationship with Levi, and she says that, among other notable things, she says that when she told Levi she was pregnant, he said, it better be a beeping boy. Oh, dear. Yeah. Now, I think any woman, when you find out you're pregnant, it's either one of two things. You're either excited or you're not excited. True. Yeah. Now, I'm guessing, and Mandy, tell me, because you've been in probably both these situations. Oh. <laughs> yes, both, I have. You've been both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you find out you're pregnant mm-hmm. and you wanted the baby, how do you feel? You're excited. Yeah? Super excited. What was your first thoughts when you found out you were pregnant and you wanted the baby? Um, I was happy. I was excited to have another child. Okay. Now let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum because that's not the only child you get. Oh. There's another one. Mm. Now that one wasn't expected. No. And not a good situation to come into. No. Now, when you found out you were pregnant with this random guy... Oh. Oh! <laughs> it wasn't a random guy. It was a guy she met it on 23rd Street. It wasn't a guy yes. off the street. I mean, give me a little more credit Well, this here. guy you only been dating for like a small amount of time or whatever. Yeah. Well, I actually wasn't dating him, but yeah, exactly. I did date him. After <laughs> so like, like how am I supposed... Exactly, he's a random guy. At least she random. Knew. I knew who he was. Okay, so you knew this guy's name, which is great, but when you found okay. out you were pregnant by him, yes. what was your first thought? Seriously. Um... Oh crap! Yeah. yeah. Now here we go. So if you want a kid, I'm expect. If you wanted the kid, I'm expecting your husband to be super excited too, right? And yeah. if you don't want the kid, I'm expecting the guy to be super freaked out as well. Sure, Mandy. Yes. When you found out you were pregnant by the guy that you just met, whatever you random guy, random guy, random guy. His response was what? Yay. He was happy. Yes, he was. He no. Wanted, he wanted that baby. He wanted he? that baby. Really? I was the one that was like, uh oh. He wanted that. <laughs> he did. He wanted a little Mandy. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. He wanted to trap you. Now, yes. so now <laughs> you're expecting that because Mandy did try to get pregnant with her second one with yes. her husband. Mm-hmm. We did. We were trying. Yes. Right. And so you find out you're pregnant. You're super excited. Mm-hmm. Here's what your husband says to you, though. Take me to that moment. <sighs> I was like, guess what? He's like, what? I was like. You're going to be a daddy. He's like, yay, you got what you wanted. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) You got what you wanted. (laughs) Apparently, he didn't want it. (laughs) Listen, I wrote that one down in the baby book. (laughs) And this was daddy's first word. (laughs) <laughs> okay, here's what I want to do is I want to talk to women right now at 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. How did he react when you told him that you were pregnant? How did your baby's daddy react mm-hmm. when you told him that you were pregnant? 
Okay, because mm-hmm. I bet a lot of guys don't take it well. I think I'm gonna poop in my pants. Oh, <laughs> like, even if it is planned, I really don't think I'm gonna be excited. Maybe you should have something written down, just <laughs> at, like, at like all a speech, times. just ready to go, just yes. in case. Mm-hmm. Hello, Kristen. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. You are uh, you are pregnant. You find this out. You are excited. or You're not excited. Um. Well, I'm not pregnant anymore. My son is now three. Okay, but when you found out, were you excited or no? Um, well, we were extremely shocked because I was only 19 at the time. Okay, perfect. So not exactly. How did he react? What did he do? Well, I went up to my room and I was like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, no, you're, you're just joking. And I told him, no, I'm not. Here's the test. And his face just like went white. Yeah. He's white there and he's like, oh, hell, what are we going to do? Yeah. He's like, I need a beer. So he's like, I'm scared. And he's like, let's go have a beer. He needs a beer. Of course he goes for the beer. Of course he does, nice. man. Wow. 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. Miguel, we got some of these on, on Facebook as well. We put this question up there last night to find out kind of a general idea of how guys reacted when you find out that when they found out you were pregnant. Exactly. Destiny on Facebook said that he B-slapped me, then called for a taxi and haven't seen him since. Oh. <laughs> That's not funny. Uh, Why are you laughing at that? Um, I don't know. Well, I, I think she can look back and laugh on it now. Oh, uh, then Amanda said... <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Domestic she, abuse and... and, and f- how are you going to... Are you gonna put that on Facebook? Uh, she listen. Destiny wanted to share <laughs> okay. her story. Okay, she put it out there. She I'm just out reacting there. to it. Uh, then Amanda said he didn't say anything. He sat and stared at me into the at the wall. To my mom, got through to him. Then he was excited, unlike me. Oh. Uh, Selena said uh, he was happy. Then I told him he was. I was pregnant with twins, and he said, "What'd you do?" <laughs> I took extra vitamins. What? Yes. What did you do? Nice. Um, and then, let's see, Amanda said he sat down next to me, held my hand, and told me that even though this is sooner than expected, that we would sure have a hat, that uh, we would do whatever it takes Aww. to make everything work out. That's a sweet guy. That was nice. Hello, Jess. Hi. What? How, how did he react, by the way, when you told him you were pregnant? Well, he wasn't glad at all. He said, oh, great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, great. Like, oh, shucks. I just lost the lottery. Oh, great. You know? Um, there goes, the, goes rest the rest of my life. life. Yeah, in life. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. That's it. If you got a funny story, by the way, too, we'd love to hear it. Like that, This is kind of a timeless topic if you're uh, man... Uh, had a terrible reaction. I'd love to hear that because I think it is kind of funny. Because sometimes when guys aren't expecting, I, I honestly still to this day, I think like Clip said, I would probably poop my pants. Um, but how did he react? 
You want to call us 888-Kramer8. We can get your calls on this week. I'd love it. Have a great Wednesday. We're halfway through, y'all. See you back here tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. I'm Mama Nancy. It's Kayla from Arizona. I was just calling because I listened to today's podcast about the grandparents babysitting for free. Um, so my husband's grandma actually watches our two kids a couple days a week, and we have never paid her. She would never want to charge us. Um, we do, however, provide breakfast and lunch every time that they're there, though, so she's not having that extra expense. And I would just say, like, if the parents are providing food for the kids, maybe they could help out. If they don't want to pack their lunch, fine, but maybe give the parents some money, like, to go towards their grocery bill or something. If they're doing, like, extra activities with them, maybe give them some spending money for it. But I really don't think that you should charge your own kids to babysit if you absolutely don't have to. And in their situation, it doesn't really sound like they have to, especially if dad is saying that he doesn't want to charge them. Just my two cents. All right, love you forever. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.